150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome to The Fifth Seal, episode 21. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal, wow, that was a really weird deep breath. Uh, the Fifth Seal live radio, or live podcasting, there you go. Uh, the Fifth Seal is the podcast to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world and to count down the uh, top countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list, uh, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. Yesterday was 22, today's 21, tomorrow will be 20, so on. We are counting down the countries where persecution is the worst for Christians because of their faith in Jesus Christ and bring awareness to that. So that's just a little background on anybody who is joining the podcast now. Um, and all that being said, it is Tuesday, November 10th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. We'll get there. Just takes a minute. There we go. Radical Pakistani Muslims place $124,000 bounty on human rights activists for blasphemy. Faraz Pervez fled from Thailand to, to Thailand from Pakistan after radical Muslims discovered videos, caricatures, and statements he and his father posted on social media. On so, let me say that again. After radical Muslims discovered videos, caricatures, and statements he and his father posted on social media went viral in 2014. Not long after, posters in Karachi displayed a bounty with reward money for the execution of Pervez. Pervez is a human rights activist known for his speaking out for minority Christians. After a mob looted and destroyed 116 houses and two churches in 2013, according to UCA News, Pervez led protests that quote challenged both the politics and theology of Islam. He presented his interpretations of the Quran and criticized the Prophet Muhammad unquote. In Pakistan, this amounts to extreme blasphemy, punishable by death. The Tariq El Labaik, yeah, say that again, uh, political party released the first bounty of $62,000 in 2016, and now it's been doubled to $124,000. A video released by a radical Pakistani Muslim called to every Muslim to find Pervez and his family in Thailand and to kill him. So, again, this is just a, an example of the extent that Islam, and, and again, they call them radical Islamic, uh, you know, terrorists, whatever, they call them radical. I call them fundamentalists. These are the Muslims that are looking at the fundamentals of what is taught in the Quran and the Hadith, and they are carrying them out. So I would call them not radical or extremist. I would call them fundamentalist. So this also from persecution.org. Gunmen kidnapped Coptic Christian in Egypt. International Christian Concern has learned that on November 8, 2020, three unmasked gunmen kidnapped Coptic Christian Nabil Hashbi Salama, 61 years old, in Egypt's North Sinai city of Bir al-Abid. The incident was reported by his son. 
The kidnapping occurred at 8 p.m. while the streets were busy. It was followed by shots into the air and the gunman stealing an escape car. Nabil had left his home to buy an item at a shop less than 50 meters from his house when the incident occurred. The family has expressed much distress regarding the events. Nabil's son, Peter, told Cops United, quote, We work in the many fields of trading, such as phones and gold. Also, my father built the only church we have here. It's named, it is named Mary Anba Karas and St. Anub Church. Our relations are with others are good, unquote. He continued, quote, How dare unmasked people kidnap my father and steal a car in full view of all passers? No security officer or police defended my father. Bill al-Abid is a city full of security bodies because it is a city which usually faces terrorism attacks. How could armed people enter the city and commit a crime, unquote? The kidnapping occurred just two months after another Christian was kidnapped in al-Abtal village, located on the east side of the Suez Canal. His fate remains unknown. The targeted kidnapping of Christians living in the Sinai Peninsula is common, and their fate often ends tragically. Given this trend, Nabil's family has expressed concern for his life and has subsequently filed a report at the local police station. So, again, just as they said, these things are common. These are, are things that are happening very often in this area of the Sinai Peninsula where Christians are kidnapped and generally killed uh, because of their faith in, in Christ. So pray for uh, this man and his family. Pray that he will he'll be one that is uh, returned home safely to his family. And that brings us to our World Watch List country for the day, number 21, which is Vietnam. A few facts about Vietnam. The region is Asia. Persecution type is communist and post-communist oppression. The persecution level is very high. The population of Vietnam is about 92,429,000, of which about 8,737,000 8,737,000 are Christian. So, again, around 10%. Main religion is Buddhism. The government is a communist state, and the leader is President Nguyen Phu Trong. Christians in Vietnam are targeted by both the government and, especially in rural contexts, tribal leaders. The government has some level of tolerance for Christian groups, particularly Catholics, but if any believers are deemed to be politically active, they can be imprisoned. In places where religion and ethnic identity are closely tied, Christians who convert from traditional religions are often the victims of pr pressure and violence from their families and communities. On the state level, villagers collude with local communist authorities beating believers, kicking them out of their villages, and stoning places of worship during meetings. Local and national government authorities per persecute and the Christian minority through their laws, and Christian bloggers and political activists have been arrested and sentenced. A sweeping 2018 law on religion, which looked like a possible improvement for Christians on paper, has not changed anything substantially, except to add another source of uncertainty. Tighter regulations on online communication are also restricting and limiting the freedom of it, freedoms available to Christians. Despite dropping by one place in, in the overall ranking of the top 50, the persecution score for Vietnam actually went up by two points. The score for violence is almost, and almost all spheres of life increased slightly. Um, sorry about the background noise. There's construction going on in the other side of my house, so just ignore all that. 
Both non-traditional Protestants and converts from indigenous religions are persecuted intensely. Estimates indicate that approximately 80% of the country's Christians belong to the country's ethnic minorities, like the Hmong, and face social ex exclusion, discrimination, and attacks. Ethnic minority Christian children are discriminated against in schools. Their medical needs often also are often neglected. Some are not even allowed to attend school at all. Non-Christian relatives of Christians are also strong persecutors, cutting family ties and denying any family inheritance. In some cases, relatives force a Christian spouse to divorce and then withhold custody of their children. Believers' homes are sometimes destroyed, forcing them to leave their villages. In several incidents, churches and monasteries in Hanoi, Hu, and Saigon have been attacked and pressured to accept demolition and the expropriation of their land, partly through the hands of the government-hired thugs. In 2018, Vietnam sentenced and jailed a number of Catholic activists, bloggers, and Protestant pastors. In August, a pastor, Lin Din, Li Din Long, was sentenced to 20 years for an alleged attempt to, quote-unquote, overthrow the government. When tribal students in the Central Highlands converted to Christianity, their college principal threatened them with expulsion. Teachers also tried to discourage Christian students, saying no one would employ them, so it would be better to give up their faith altogether. So prayer points for Vietnam. As the Christian minority in Vietnam grows, the government works hard to monitor churches and curb the growth of Christianity. The government has issued harsh penalties against Christians who are critical of the regime. Pray for a loosening of restrictions and increased freedom. Believers are often attacked by their village and even their family members when they choose to follow Jesus. Christian converts have shared that they experience expulsion from their villages, the destruction of their homes, and being physically beaten. Prayed for provi provision for these believers who knowingly pay a high cost. Pray their love for Christ and each other is a witness to their families. Crackdowns amongst excuse me, crackdowns continue against Christians and ethnic minorities, especially among the Hmong. The communist regime does everything possible to keep their actions out of the international spotlight. Pray the truth would come to light and that changes would be made to ensure human rights for all minorities in Vietnam. And play, pray for suitable, suitable discipleship of the many ethnic minorities coming to faith in rural areas. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for this time we have to come together to, uh, to lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, I thank you for everybody who is here as part of this, this time, this video, who have taken the time out to join us and pray for our brothers and sisters as well. Lord, we lift up um, this man who uh, has been a human rights activist who has spoken out uh, for the rights of Christians um, in Pakistan, Lord, and we pray that you would protect him and his family as the Muslims in this area have increased the the bounty that they have put on his head seeking after his death. Lord, we pray that you would, would protect him, bless them, um, continue his, his work towards uh, the religious freedom of Christians. Lord, and, and if he's not saved, we, it, the article doesn't say whether or not he is a believer or not, we pray that you would, you would draw him to yourself, uh, bring him to a place of repentance as, long, as well as those who persecute him. Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters in uh, in Egypt, these Coptic Christians there on the Sinai Peninsula. We pray for this specific man um, who was kidnapped, and I already can't remember his name. 
Lord, we pray for Nabil Hashbi Salama. We pray that, that you would protect him, Lord, uh, from his captors. Um, Lord, pray that he would be returned home safely to his family. Lord, and that those who um, are responsible for this kidnapping would be brought to justice. Lord, that, that you would uh, have the, the security uh, teams in this area, the police in this area, that you would help them to find and bring those those kidnappers to justice. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Vietnam as well, Lord. We lift them up and we pray um, for a loosening of the restrictions on their, their uh, religious freedoms there, Lord. We pray that you would intervene in the governments um, and that you would uh, release the restrictive hand of the communist government there and allow these these believers to to gather together and to worship as as they seem as they see fit lord as you have led them uh, through your word to worship lord we pray that that as these believers are converting from tribal religions to christianity we pray that you protect them from their communities and their families lord we pray that that you would protect marriages and not take children away from those who become believers and we pray that the love of of christ and the love of fellow believers would be a witness to those around them that they would you would use that to draw them to you lord we pray for the the minorities there the the christian and the ethnic minorities lord um in this country and we just pray that you would protect them that you would again intervene in the in the countries there that you would um that with the government that you would bring more freedoms uh not only to just the christians in the area but all the people of vietnam and lord ultim uh also we pray um that you would raise up leaders uh to disciple those new believers uh bless the the house churches and other churches that are built there lord and continue to to use the people to share your gospel that you would use that to draw others to yourself um, and that all these things would be used for your glory lord and it's in your name for your glory that we pray jesus amen uh thanks guys sorry today's show uh episode was a little little scattered um a lot of noise going on i thought they were done working back there for a little while so sorry for the noise and the distractions and so on uh again and thank you for coming and taking you know 15 minutes out of your day to to hear about the way that our brothers and sisters are persecuted around the world and the uh to pray for the countries on open doors usa's world watch list um invite people to come if you know somebody who's willing to be part of this please invite them to come to the facebook uh, page the fifth seal uh, send them an invite i will get them approved to be part of the page or you can go over to the evangelical norm on youtube hit the subscribe the subscribe button there and get all the content that i release on that page and as always you can get any of the podcasts that i do especially this one in audio form wherever you get your podcasts apple or itunes google play uh, amazon spotify pandora it's it's there in any of those formats you can get the audio version as well and so again thank you for for joining us being part of this as always preach the gospel at all times use words they are necessary and until tomorrow soli deo gloria